I'm your host, Nikki Gilbert Daniels, and this is my sexy DJ, Fally Fowl. Hey, everybody. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Nikki Gilbert Daniels, and welcome. Tonight, we have an incredible show for you. Our topic for the evening, a discussion on domestic violence. And I am so, so, so honored to have with us tonight Christy Sims, who is a domestic violence advocate and acid attack survivor. Y'all give it up. Yes. It's all right. And from a little TV series that I created, my girl, my sister, my friend, she sings her face off. She's beautiful. She's a super mom. Give it up for Kiki Wyatt. And if we're lucky, she's going to give us a little something, something with that throat of hers. When I say that girl sings from the roof to the flow, she sings from the roof to the flow. Many people have experienced or even watched their loved ones go through. Adolescent relationship abuse. Not only did he ruin my mother's life, but he helped ruin mine. Like, how could you even look at yourself in the mirror? How could you even want to be alive after you touch your own child? I'm your host, Nikki Gilbert Daniels, and that was a clip from our upcoming documentary film, Broken Things. Our topic tonight is when love hurts. And joining me in the VIP section are women I have a tremendous amount of respect for and I admire so much. Women who know more about the pain and the horror of domestic violence than they should. Tonight, we're joined by acid attack survivor Christy Sims and my sister and R&B Divas co-star and domestic violence advocate, Kiki Wyatt. Y'all give it up. Y'all give it up for her. Now, I'm going to try to convince Kiki to bless us with a performance that's going to penetrate our soul. But please help me welcome these amazing ladies to She Speaks Live. It's good. So, Christy, I am going to start with you. First of all, thank you so much. I met you at Dorinda Walker's Protected by Purpose, which Mm -hmm. was an amazing panel discussion. Mm -hmm. And I could not believe your story. It blew my mind. So can you share with our viewing audience what happened? So I am a survivor of domestic violence in acid attack. Um, Six years ago, April 28th, 2013, I was in a relationship with a guy, and I told this guy, only thing I can think of, I, I, people always ask, why did he do it, why did he do it? The only thing I can think of is I had told him weeks before that I did not want to get married. We hadn't argued or anything. He just happened to be at my house that particular weekend. Um, beautiful Sunday afternoon, in this great mood. We're getting along just fine. And um, I'm just in the kitchen or whatever, and he calls me to the bathroom of my house, and he asked me to bring him a towel. As I'm coming down the hall, I see just this flood of water and he's holding a bowl of, at that time, I didn't know what it was. I found out later it was acid. And um, he just took the bowl before I could do anything. And see, remember, we hadn't been arguing anything. So I didn't know this guy was trying to hurt me. I didn't know what was in the bowl. It could have been water. I didn't know what it was. And so um, people always assume that this was an abusive relationship prior to, but this literally was an ambush. He planned an acid attack and, and the purpose was to destroy my face. So there he was threw no it. problem before? Like, there no, was no, no argument We were getting along was, fine wow. the whole weekend. I had been with him the whole weekend. We were getting along fine. I had just, in my mind, decided that I didn't want to be with him anymore. 
Um, but I hadn't told him specifically that it was completely over. I just didn't want to get married. And I didn't know that not getting married was going to be something that was going to change my life forever. So anyway, <sighs> the, the purpose, I don't know if you know anything about acid attack, but it happens all over the world. I'm the only one in the state of Georgia. The purpose is to destroy the person's appearance. So I guess his thinking was, you know, I don't I can't explain evil, but she doesn't she doesn't want to be with me. Nobody's going to want her. So we threw the acid in my face. How the acid trickled to over 20 percent of my body. I don't know, but I'm burned on over 20 percent of my body. Breathing. Uh, how's your breathing? She's, she's breathing fun. Okay. Where's the late? Where's the lady burned at? It's on the. It's... Studio. I slipped. Andrew. Andrew. Andrew, yes. Okay, was placed in a coma for two months, woke up completely blind. I was blind for four months, away, away from my kids for six months. Completely disfigured, um, looked like a monster for a very long time. And over the past six years, I've had surgery after surgery. And this right here, to be honest with you, I was supposed to have 100 surgeries. I only had about 13. This is a miracle that I can even sit here because for an entire year, I had to live behind a veil with sunglasses because I couldn't even go out in public. So when I say that this guy tried to break me in every way imaginable, he tried, but he did not succeed. I know that's right, baby, because you here sitting with Kiki Wyatt and what? Yeah, and my, and my crime was, my crime was, wasn't even an argument, not wanting to get married. That was my crime. So was there, like, were there any warning signs with him? Like, not anything that you did, but was there, like, did he have a... T like, I I'm not to be funny, but was there a twitch? Was there, like, did you notice that there were certain moments where he yeah. would get... Yeah, So Thinking there were back, signs. Thinking back, yeah. But you know what I tell people? Because I'm an advocate. I tell... And I, I go into school systems, and I and this is what I teach, the warning signs. Yes. The controlling behavior, the mm -hmm. jealousy. If I even looked at another guy, that was a problem. You know, he never put his hands on me, but it was always a conversation. Why are you mm -hmm. looking at him, you know? Mm -hmm. That's a sign of a very insecure person, okay? And that's not love, all right? Mm -hmm. In the very beginning of relationships, um, that control that, they, that men do sometimes, and women too, women can be controlling too, but that excessive control feels in the very beginning when you're really into the person, it feels like love sometimes because there's a lot of attention. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and it wasn't, He loved me. He got mad when such and yeah. such and such and such. Or, so he and he called me, me all the week before this happened, he called me 25 times within a two-hour period oh, wow. because I wouldn't answer the phone. It's, it's stuff like that. Yeah. That excessive calling, trying to force you to pick up the phone, trying to control your every move. He had some, I'm a shapely woman, so he had something to say about you know, what I wore. Those are the warning signs. The fact that he wanted to marry me to me, it was too too soon. He wanted to get married too soon. How, how long That's were you dating? That's a warning sign. How long did you? Off and on, about three years we dated. Okay. It, it was not because we all we were always it was, it was a toxic relationship. To be honest with you, and so it wasn't a relationship where we were always okay. Mm -hmm. You know, but it was toward the end. I just realized, you know, as I grew, as I grew, I became a professional counselor, and I was able to look at myself, stand outside of my situation, and say, you know what, this is just not going to work. This is not for me. Wow. Because I always felt like with him, if I wanted to be with somebody else, he would make me feel guilty about it. Those are warning signs. When they try mm -hmm. to isolate mm -hmm. you from your mm -hmm. family, from mm -hmm. your friends, that's not normal behavior. Do you have, you mind me asking, you have children? I have two children. They were, my daughter was 10 at the time. My son was 13 at the time. Did your, did your kids 
see anything in him? Did your kids ever feel like, ah, something about him ain't right? They did not like him. That's one of the reasons why I told mm-hmm. him I did not want to get married. Mm. My son pulled me to the side the month before this happened, and he said, Mom, I don't care who you marry. Just don't marry him. Oh, my God. And I looked at my son then. I said, I promise you, I won't be marrying this man. And so that's when I told him. I said, I'm not going to be able to marry you. I'm sorry. You know? Because you did not want to marry mm-hmm. him. And this is this is what I'm guessing. See, remember, I don't know why you he don't did know. It. it could be. But anything. This, this is the only thing I can think of because he could have thought you were cheating on him. It could have been anything. He could have thought that I don't know right. what it was. Okay, you know, I don't know what it was, but that's the only thing that I can remember <laughs> saying. I just remember telling him, "This is I don't. We're not going to get married. I don't want to get married." You're watching. She speaks live. I cannot even imagine that. I got way more questions. But before we get into more questions I have with you, Kiki Wyatt, my sister, my friend, my oh, ride or die. First of all, oh, I yeah, love you and I appreciate life. you so much. Because this is this is my friend in real life, y'all. She did for like all that, but that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> On a serious note, you went through a really dramatic and traumatic life-changing experience and you mm-hmm. happen to be married to the person that you went through that with. Yeah. Can you take for people who haven't heard the real story and not the radio gossip blog version, right. but Kiki's version of what happened in your situation? Oh, what makes it worse is that I had to do it in the public eye mm. and a lot of people didn't know that. Right. Like, all that fake smile and then that girl, look, right. it sucks. Right. Um, I, I'm glad that I went through it. Why? Because I'm able to sit here today and help other people that may be going through it and they don't know how to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the horrible part about it is I stayed as long as I did for my kids. Your kids are resilient. They will bounce back like a bouncing basketball. Right, right. Don't stay in no crap just because of your kids. I've gone through two divorces over ignorance. And the first time I stayed because of kids and the judge looked at me and said, either you stay and I take your beautiful, precious little beings or you get out of there. Mm. And I already was like leaving anyway. Mm hmm. And we were separated for two years, living under the same roof. Mm. And I know, just dumb, just no, dumb. I mean, like you said, you were doing but, it for not just yourself. But when you're in that state of mind, for mothers out there that feel like they should do it for their kids, don't do it for the kids. You're just making things worse for your kids, and you don't even understand how bad. Right. Like, when your children are watching you being choked, that plays in their yep. head. Yep. When your children are watching, you know, mommy and daddy go back and forth at it, boom, 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 boom. That's traumatic for children. Yeah. And um, thank God that when that whole situation went down that everybody don't know about because I had to be quiet for social media and purposes and management and all that. Don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I just hate that being quiet, everybody then thought I was crazy because they weren't getting the story. Mm-hmm. But I'm just glad being my oldest now, he was a little a little bitty feller. So 
it wasn't so bad then, but I was stupid enough and stayed for nine more years. It's not stupid. It's, it's love. But it, but, and it's, I mean, you know, in hindsight, you see well, that no, it's Well, no, but stupid, see, that's but... the thing. I didn't really love him like that. Oh, really? Oh, no, I didn't. So was it like, was the relationship... Okay, so you said, Christy, that you didn't really have any warning signs, right? I had, I had warning. You had warning signs, but not you just your, your typical warning them. signs. Now that I'm, some you can't, you cannot, you can't always see your picture when you're inside your own you, frame. Girl, mm. get everybody else sees your I'm picture. Done. You, you, you really can't. You're inside the frame. You yes, can't see your own picture. Yes, everybody true. around her saw it. Everybody around me, my friends didn't like him. My, my family didn't like him, but they never came to me and told me. Oh, he kept me from all my family, all my friends. Yeah, that's a warning sign. That's the worst warning sign ever. Isolation. What people don't understand is that 75% of all cases of domestic violence happen when a woman is leaving the relationship. That's when she's wow, most in really? danger. But a lot of people stay for a, a whole lot of reasons. Number one, it's normally the kids. They stay mm -hmm. for the kids. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they stay for finances. That probably wasn't her case. But a lot of women stay nah, because of finances. A lot of them say 99% of them stay because of finances, yes, believe it or not. Yes, and I have friends that... Syndrome. You ever see, heard of Stockholm Syndrome where somebody gets kidnapped, kidnapped and right. they become loyal to, mm -hmm. to the person that's kidnapped mm -hmm. them and abused them? Mm -hmm. Well, just imagine of fear. being abused by somebody that you love. Excuse me. Abusers don't come up to you and knock you upside the head. You fall. You, you either fall for them or you get attached to yeah. them. Because even though yeah. she wasn't in love with him, she had an attachment Absolutely. to him. Okay? It was familiar to her. Mm -hmm. And the cycle of abuse involves the abuse, the honeymoon stage. You know what I'm talking about? So sometimes these men that are abusing you, they're very, very sweet. Very, and very patient, sweet. I guess, huh? I'm talking about very, very sweet. Like, like total opposite. Yeah. This particular guy right here was not hitting me. But when I think back, he was emotionally and verbally abusive. Now, see, mm -hmm. I didn't go through physical... In my second marriage, it was it was that. Yeah, well, people don't understand the, the emotional, mm -hmm. but it breaks you down. Yeah. It breaks you down. Um, mm -hmm. If it's the only thing I can say, me and this guy didn't even live together. He never got a chance to touch my core. He never. That's why I'm so strong. That's why I'm able to fight for other people, fight for women, and that's why I was able to get up out of a coma yes. and start fighting. Come on, because he never broke the inside of me. But let me tell you something. The best you too, bro. <laughs> the best thing that she could have she could have done uh -huh. was leave because she had children. Young man, whoever you are out there in, in this world, considering hurting a woman, beating up on a woman, throwing acid in a woman's face, understand that karma and God are two forces that you don't want to mess with. Hold and up. Ladies, think about your mama, somebody doing it to your, your mama. mama. Mm -hmm. Isn't that? Think about Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because, uh, you know, boys love their mamas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So imagine it being your mom or your sister. Yeah. Just any woman in your life that you yes. love. That's crazy. So on to a lighter side of it, before we wrap this wonderful conversation up, you did something really amazing with Marcy's Law. Can you tell people who don't know what Marcy's Law is all about and how you've been working on that? So Marcy Nicholas was a um, young woman who was murdered in California years mm -hmm. ago. Um, Kelsey Grammer and I were the state ambassadors for Marcy's Law last year. We got the mm -hmm. law passed. Um, but there was an entire team um, that worked on this, you know, to get it passed. You know, it has to go past the House, Congress, everything or whatever. And so, but I was the face of it. I was the one that was on all the commercials last year and stuff. Mm -hmm. Marcy's Law basically says that crime victims, and not just domestic violence, but all crime victims now have equal rights as criminals. Right. 
You would think common sense we always did, but we didn't. Mm. Criminals have the right to remain silent. They have the right to an attorney. They're, they're called for every hearing. I was never called for a single hearing in the entire time. In your case? Time. In my own case. In my own case. Girl, this man, right. it, took, it took two mm. years for him to be sentenced. It took an entire year for him to be charged. And he was booked in, booked out in two hours. Nobody ever called me to tell me. And I'm laying up in a hospital bed having surgery. So you could have come back, circled around. And killed and you. Killed and killed you. And That's so, what I'm sitting here thinking. So when I tell, when I tell people, people think you just assume that this was already a law. And it wasn't. And now, you know, because of um, me just speaking out and because of this entire team, Marcy's Law team, now... Um, whenever somebody, whenever anything is going on with your case and you are a victim, you have to be notified throughout the entire thing. Good stuff, good stuff. When he gets yeah, out of, he, he, he's, up for, he's up for parole. He's gonna, ha he, he has a possibility of a parole. Before, before Marcy's Law, legally they didn't have to tell the victim that the person was out. They can get paroled and nobody ever calls you, right? right? right. As a courtesy, they would sometimes, but it wasn't constitutional. Now it is a part of the Georgia Constitution and several other states that when he gets out, they have to call me first before calling anybody bravo, else. Bravo, bravo, mm -hmm. bravo. It, it's going to save lives. Yeah. It's going to save, I mean, yeah. just your story alone. And you yeah. think about it, as tragic as it is, and you, we were talking about this earlier with what you're experiencing with Raja. You know, God puts us through these things and you can either use it as an opportunity to teach other people and heal other people and educate other mm -hmm. people. Think about the amount of lives that, you know, right. y'all are able to save having gone through things as high profile celebrities. And you're also a very yeah. high profile acid attack. I was seeing mm -hmm. it everywhere and how you can save people's lives. So I applaud yes. both of you ladies mm -hmm. for being warriors. Absolutely for being warriors. And Kiki, you got something to share. I said I want a little surprise for my friend, y'all. And my friend's sitting over here with a swollen belly. You know, and I just want to know. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to reveal I'm your business. So is there something you would like to share? There's a whole else? human man in there. There's a whole human man in there? It is. And, and who is the lucky gentleman who is the father of that child? Well, that's the feller that I was telling y'all about. See? Why am I so into See? this story? It's and he's right there. Yeah. <laughs> come on, brother. Come on. Oh, he ain't all letting out this money. Oh, he's, oh you know. Look, look, we, got, yes, we all yes. got issues, but he loves my children, and mm. they love him. And... Um, we're working through kinks because, like I said, you can know somebody for your whole life, yeah. but it's just different when you're in the home with them and you're just learning them and they're yeah. learning you. And I got a lot of walls and steps and stones and bricks and mortar. But you're and, worth every bit of it. And he's busting and he through. That. And he, he's busting through. That's more important. But I would have never had to go through none of it if you had a little come on. In the first place. <laughs> why didn't you just not be the rebound and be the Mr. Right Now Forever? But you are Mr. Right Now Well, he right said that forever. the Lord told him it wasn't time. Okay. And so I can't I can't fight him over that. And I get it. Yeah. Because so, I was a little girl. Yeah. So. Well, you love, the, the fact is uh, you got somebody who loves. Are you mm -hmm. in a new relationship, Christy? Not right now? No. no? What do you have? Do you have anything coming up that you want to plug? I heard you have a new book coming this month, actually, right? Next month. And Next, I'm oh, October. It. We'll be in October. Mm -hmm. when we, yes, so this I'm month. I'm getting it. So I travel. I'm, I, I speak professionally. Now that's what I do. And I run a nonprofit, the Christy Sims Foundation. So, okay. Um, I, I do the work year round, but in October is when I travel the country and I speak at, um, I'm a college speaker primarily because okay. their population, believe it or not, is very high in, teen, in, dating, in dating violence. Absolutely. So that and my book, Flutter. 
uh, people wonder what that name is about what or whatever. But yeah. my story, because I've had an entire transformation, my story is compared sometimes to the cal- a caterpillar going to the butterfly, you oh, know, because I was messed yes. up, I mean, for some years. Mm. Yes. And so Flutter, if you would think about the butterfly, what makes the butterfly so beautiful is when that butterfly starts to fly. Yeah. So Flutter, Flutter is what I'm doing right now. I've gotten through all of this foolishness, all of this mess or whatever. And so this book is about telling people how to um, thrive and grow through change. And y'all make sure you get her book, Flutter. Kiki, you are on the road, singing everywhere, performing oh, everywhere no. with the baby. Yes, and I have what a else? new uh, YouTube channel with a whole show on there. Just You need that, though. What's the title Tatum. of the show? Plug, plug. Uh, oh, you don't want to tell on my... Uh-oh, it's the Kiki win. show. It's Hello? the Kiki Wyatt show? <laughs> it's Aww. a lot of stuff. But it's good stuff. It's, it's good stuff. stuff. And YouTube is where and it's And trying at. to go to the store with 8,000 children. and Oh, I love it. Uh, That's great. Oh, I love it. I love it. So, I love it. you I love know, it. just and my poor husband. You know. Your lucky husband. Mm, well, well, that too. Your lucky husband. You're blessed and fortunate. <laughs> Both of you are blessed and fortunate. Yes. Both of you ladies have, it's just been such an honor to have this conversation. We could go mm. on and on and on. Yes. So this conversation was super, super, super inspiring. At the same time, it was heartbreaking. So I feel like it's so appropriate for me to ask my sister friend, Kiki Siobhan. <laughs> Don't tell my whole <laughs> government. To, to, to give us something, just a little something, something. Can you give us just a little something, something, sister friend, please? Just a little something. Okay. Thank you. Why you always do this to me? Because you can sing your face off and I love and you. And so can you. So. Well, okay, but it's on you right now. So we're going to harmonize. Oh, you're going to put me on the spot. No, because I can't harmonize the runs you're doing, Kiki. So I just won't do no runs. You're going to run. I'm listening. Why should I feel discouraged? And why should the shadow And why should my heart be lonely and long for heaven, my home, when Jesus is my portion a constant friend is he for he is I I is on the sparrow and I Oh, you kicking? Okay. Over me. Oh, I sing. You ready? Mm-hmm. Because, because I'm going to say, because I'm happy. Oh, I sing. Sing. Because. I was going to say, because you oh, because. Thank you. <clears throat> yeah, I'm free. For oh, 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 
and I know. You ain't gonna join in at all? No, I'm not that girl. Well, I'm done. <laughs> ไม่ใช่ว่าอัพเปอร์ซิงแอฟเตอร์คิกี้ไอโนฟูลเกิร์ลนะอัมนอตเตอร์ฟูลคุณเป็นเกิร์ลคุณเป็นเกิร์ล